Welcome to episode 70 of Chew on This and Nerds United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So we, uh, this is our Logan review, so hopefully you caught us on Good Day Sacramento uh, Saturday morning. I hope you didn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to do initial reactions. I'll go first uh, for Logan. Um, oh, also, by the way, major, major spoilers. Unlike, yes. Unlike the review on Saturday. So... I love this movie. Um, without saying it enough to roll your eyes, like at trying to beat it into your head how gritty and realistic this movie was, it was gritty and realistic, and mo- most of the movie took place in daylight. Um, takes place around 2029, but what I loved about the fact that they told you that it was in 2029 was there wasn't like flying cars and like stupid shit like you see like Hollywood yeah. and Back to the Future. Um, it wasn't a lot of technology that I noticed. No, other than, other than like maybe the, the self-driving trucks. There wasn't yeah. really anything yeah. there. Um, I love that, that it barely had any of that stuff. Um, the thing that I was worried about the most about this movie was that it's not, um, that it was not going to follow Old Man Logan. And it didn't, but it was it was fine that way. Mm-hmm. Um this didn't feel like a comic book movie to me, and that's that's a, that's a compliment. Like we've said, the Dark Knight is like a crime thriller. Uh, Winter Soldier is a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. This felt like a drama. I guess it's a drama with obviously a shit ton of violence, but um, it felt like a movie like um, a Midnight Special and like The Professional. Oh yeah, where yeah. the guy is well in Midnight Special, it's the father, but. But an adult, follow, like protecting a child who yeah. has special abilities, or in the case of the professional, he's like grooming her uh, to be uh, an assassin. So it felt like more like that type of a movie, um, even like Race to Witch Mountain, almost. That yeah, it's kind Disney, of very similar to that. Um, something that's really stood out for this movie to me was uh, um, Daphne Keene. The the I've never seen her in anything before, but she played X twenty three Laura. 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 Yeah. She was fucking amazing. Um, we'll get into that later. Um, hopefully, you did not take your kid to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was violent as hell, but it, but it's weird. I've never seen a movie that was this violent with this much gore. Where I was like, it actually makes sense to have that much gore yeah. because, like, for all the X Men movies, every single one of them was rated PG thirteen. And you you got to see Wolverine like you know scream or, or I'm sorry Hugh Jackman scream as Logan, but you never saw like what would happen if an assassin like had unbreakable body, trained like he is, and has razor sharp claws coming out of his hands. This movie shows you <laughs> what that would look like, and it was I can't I I, I don't think I've screamed holy shit so much in a movie theater oh, yeah. before. Uh, watching this, um, I guess um, I'll give one gripe. This is probably the only gripe. Where do you want to save gripes to the end? Let's save it to the end. Okay. So this is our initial reactions. Yeah, initial reactions. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, man, I, I, I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to. I have to second that. I love this film a lot, and I, I love the fact that they i mean when i heard it was rated r it was kind of like one of those things where i was like all right i i didn't I felt like they were following deadpool i kind of did and then i watched it and i'm just like this why didn't they make this before because oh, yeah it it is it, the rated r part just makes a lot of sense because 
he's he is a brutal he, he's a killer you know and i love the fact i mean yeah it had cursing and whatnot i think that's the one thing i, I wouldn't bring a kid to it there is a lot of cursing the violence was kind of you know it was gory at times like especially if they like hacked the head off or an arm or something like that but it was it wasn't it wasn't a lot of that but there was a lot of holy shit moments with him hacking and slashing and whatnot but um my initial reaction i did i did love this movie a lot i love um it is kind of like a cross country movie you know uh with professor x and it's kind of a swan song to both those characters which i thought it was a great idea to include Professor X. Like, I was really skeptical about that when I heard about that. Um, but it just makes a lot of sense. And there's a lot of symbolism in this movie. I notice more than any other uh, Wolverine movie or any other X-Men movie, for that matter. It Everything, the whole story kind of comes full circle. Um, you know, we can go into that. Just remind me a little bit later about the symbolism. But there's a, a lot of things that happen at the very, very end of this movie that kind of makes everything come full circle. I will say this real quick before we get into the movie. Every time they've done an, a Wolverine movie, Hugh Jackman has come out saying, this is the Wolverine movie that you've all <laughs> right. been waiting for. You finally and get it, to see him go crazy. Or yeah, bizarre. and he says that again before this movie. And, of course, I'm rolling my eyes. It's fucking true. <laughs> it's so true. It's so fucking good. It's it's ridiculous. Very minor gripes, but this movie's fucking good. Well, let's let's go into your let's go into your symbolism then, because I'm interested okay. to see here what you so, got. So at the very, so again, spoilers, guys. We're gonna spoil the end of this movie. So at the end of the movie, Logan he dies. He pretty much dies. And uh, no, he, no, he dies. dies. He, he dies. dies. There's no. Yeah, there's no. Pretty much. There's no dirt coming slowly before the credits <laughs> coming up. But he has come full circle because it's hinted in the beginning of the movie, as well as the first X Men movie. Uh, not really even hinted. It was said by Professor X that you have potential to be the leader of the mutants, or or a leader and a protector. And he didn't want that. He never wanted that. Um, he didn't want to ever be that. He just kind of just ran around and he, I mean, he, he, yeah, a lot of people got killed because of him and a lot of trouble, but he also saved a lot of people many times, but he didn't ever want to be the hero. He pretty much just wanted to be left alone. Um, but his past obviously kept catching up to him in every movie. And so he, he actually protects the mutant kids at the end of the movie and he, he, his full potential is realized. So like if professor X would have been alive at that point, you probably would have went, yeah, see, that's exactly w what I saw in you from the very beginning is somebody that could pr be a protector and be a leader. So there's that symbol. Um, the biggest one, though, I thought that was just so poetic and I almost like rolled a tear is that um, uh, when, I mean, they bury him next to the water and all that stuff, but right before the kids leave, Laura goes back to the grave and picks up the cross that she put there and she turns it so that it makes an X and then puts it back down and she walks off and then it just goes Logan credits. And it was just like, it was fucking beautiful. So a lot of, a lot of symbolism like that throughout the movie. I love that scene because it was, it, it, if you think about this journey, he's been playing it for what, 15 years now since year 2000. Okay. So the six, first X-Men movie, yeah. 16 years then because you know, they finished, they finished filming finished, last right, year. So, right. So 16 years he's been playing this character, and he is actually the last one of the original core X-Men to be on screen. Everyone else is gone. Um, 
that symbolism is kind of funny because it kind of leads into like my one gripe of the movie is <clears throat> is the fact that unless you read the uh the old man logan story you have no idea what happened to the x-men like you don't get it and basically what they did in this movie again spoilers what they did in this movie is it wasn't okay so a little backstory so in the in the comic book i think it's the, the first old man logan story it's so wolverine when he's old he he hasn't unsheathed this clause in a really long time he's he's broken down like you see in this movie um, but he actually has a family, and he he doesn't he doesn't act on the side of violence anymore. Mm-hmm. And nobody understands why he backed away from that. Nobody knows why he just stopped being Wolverine. So, what you come to find out later on in the story of the comic book is that he was tricked. I think I, I think it was Mysterio, but I, I can't remember who who actually did it. Um. But he, Wolverine thinks that the Brotherhood of Mutants and all these other villains are coming in and breaking into the X-Mansion. Mm. And he goes crazy protecting everybody in the house. Um, he kills all of them. And then something wears off or whatever, and then reality sets in. What he actually did was he imagined people were breaking in, and the people he were actually fighting were the actual X-Men. Uh. So Wolverine actually murders Every X Men, including the children in the mansion, and that's what gets him to stop. Yeah, that would make that would make you run <laughs> want to <laughs> yeah. just like go into hiding. <laughs> so, so because of that, that's what happens in the comic book, and that's where you get the old man Logan story from. Well, that's why he stops, and that's his last journey. Anyway, in this one, it seems like they gave that bad thing happening to, to Professor, Professor X. X, and he says it really subtly. You you have to piece together the radio. That is the radio or the TV news broadcast where, mm-hmm. you know, 400 people were injured and seven X-Men were killed and then they're like, the, or, or, you know, killed. And then like right before she finishes the word killed, the, the scene cuts. Mm-hmm. Then you fast forward to that bedroom scene with Professor X and he remembers what he did and that he doesn't deserve a good night like he had. Remember he started that yeah, conversation. Yeah, he had a... It's yeah. the best night he's had in a really long time, and he doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're somewhat led to believe that it's, it was Wolverine that did something wrong, especially if you read the comic book. But then you find out right there that it was Professor X, and he killed seven X Men. Yeah, you they hinted at who. that because it, Professor X in this one, his he's, I mean, imagine being the strongest mutant in the world. He's also ninety something, massive. Oh yeah, massive brain power, right? And you have dementia. <laughs> Just imagine, and like he has these, like, or no, he had seizures or something like that. Seizures. And so that would, like, anybody within a certain radius around him would totally freeze. And if you were a mutant, you would, like, your brain is basically being fried, you know? And so, which they hint, they show that happen a couple of times in the movie, once, like, really big compared. So, yeah, so you kind of led to believe that he had something to do with uh, a bunch of people getting hurt, and Wolverine grabs him and takes off with them, and they drive across to country yeah, to protect him and, and, and others from him. Um, and it's, and then I guess like he becomes a limo driver. <laughs> He's yeah. a fucking works but for Uber. Cr- <laughs> but what's crazy is that it, what's, what's kind of cool about the story is that there's, there's, subcon- there's like subtext things going here, and it's good storytelling because – <clears throat> if you're watching the, you know, if you're paying attention to, and trying to figure out the mystery of what happened to their backstory, what was their backstory leading up to that point, is that Logan this whole time has pretty much let Professor X think 
that it was Logan who did something really awful. Mm-hmm. And that's why he keeps calling him a fucking disappointment. He's basically like, he's turned into Snape in this part. Yeah, he kind of does. He kind of lets Professor X just forget that he was the one who murdered the X-Men and why he had, why Logan took him to go running. And he's basically be taking his shit for this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, for until like he figures it out, you know, in the, uh, in the, uh, the people's home. So it was that was that was cool subtext there too. What what are your uh, like? I'll tell you what. One of my minor gripes is is that haven't they learned in the past that every time you go hang out at someone's home, that people <laughs> are going to show up and fucking kill them? I'm like he does it like every movie. He goes and hangs out with a nice couple, like an old couple or like a family. <laughs> like that was brutal. That scene was brutal in X twenty four. Like kills like the whole family i had a clue that the x24 was wolverine's clone like exact identical clone yeah um i liked I, there's i mean you want to talk about symbolism there's symbolism there too because that guy's x24 is dressed in all black mm-hmm. and he's just pure rage like pure wolverine berserker rage and now you have this like subdued wolverine or logan looking back on himself fighting his younger self mm. That's you know, pretty good. Um, and and again, he's 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 got a white t shirt, you know. But well, actually, he always has like a white t shirt. Yeah, yeah, but or white, white and but black and white. Yeah, uh, you know, black and white fighting against each other. Which actually, he so if you want to take that symbolism even further, he technically he always he's the loner, right? Yeah. So if he's fighting himself, he's constantly fighting his berserker rage. But this time, it's actually like incarnate right in front of him. He actually needs somebody. He actually needs family to help him beat that. Yeah. So, like, it, it was if you if you really paid attention to that part of it, you think like, oh yeah, he beat his rage. Well, technically, no, he didn't. No, he didn't beat it. What actually saved him was 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 family, which I thought was uh, you know taking your your symbolism even further. You know, um, usually, like especially like in Star Trek or way back or even like way back when, whenever you have a bad doppelganger of yourself, you just add a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, of uh, Futurama when there was like the bad, be- the evil bender and he had that little goatee. The little goatee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even that was even funnier because he's a robot. <laughs> oh, that just happened in the second Muppet, Muppet movie where the bad Kermit the Frog had the mustache. Had the mustache. <laughs> Is that that's great that I couldn't think of anything in real life. I was thinking cartoons and a Muppet. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Spock, evil Spock, you know, with the goatee. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, um a lot of yeah, I mean, just to add to that, you know, they're the, about the family. Um, is that, you know, Professor X knew I guess he'd been communicating with Laura for a while, but he kinda knew that that was his daughter. He even says it's his daughter. And of course, Wolverine doesn't want to uh, admit to that or even like have that notion at all because he feels like he doesn't deserve it. But there's that part at the very end where she starts calling him daddy that just, oh that, my God. that fucking killed me. That got me, you know, um, like the whole time he's just, you know, yeah, he, you know, you kind of knew he would eventually, you know, man up and, and help the kids. Um, but, you know, she really doesn't say a lot throughout the entire movie, and but she's still fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and when and she and half the time she's speaking Spanish to him. Yeah. Um, and then 
when he's like, you know, he's right there on the brink of death and he calls her daddy. I was like, oh, God, fuck. <laughs> the only thing that was missing was cr- like I've had a, there was like a lot of holy shit moments in that movie. Yeah. Like just fucking awesome action. The the it's it's crazy what would happen. Like if you actually, again, had a mercenary or an assassin have razor sharp claws, how is he going to kill or, or like stop his foe? Um but here's another like what's what's good about what's crazy about the movie also is that like he's almost like a Jedi in this movie, and here's why I say mm-hmm. that because he and throughout this entire movie he never once used his anger or rage for offense. Right. Every single time he's used it, it's to defend himself or defend somebody else. Like even from the very beginning of the movie where he gets his uh, the, the car supposed to be stolen. Yeah, those guys were just fucking asking for it, you know. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's funny to for him to have the background, especially if you've read the comic books of of what he's done in his past, and then this entire movie, not once is he on the attack. Because no. even if you look at the last movie, the Wolverine, he's on the attack. No, oh, actually, you know what? I don't think he is. I think he's usually in the defense, but I see what you're saying, like. You know, this movie was, I mean, at the at the end, he was, like, trying to defend those kids. So, like, he was on the run. He was after those guys. He was after, he was for blood. He wanted to kill every single one of those people before they could reach those kids. But, yeah, I mean, for the most part, like, at the beginning of the movie, it's just pretty much like the other times where he would just take it, take it, take it, and then finally get enraged and just well, go ape shit. Well, the other times, there's no, there was no talking. In this movie... It, I can't. I can't. I don't remember how many times, but he does it a lot. Every single time confrontation happens, he tries to let the other person get themselves out of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like even even when those those ranchers of the water pump thing like come in the beginning uh, before they're killed by X twenty four, they uh, he he gives them a chance to get out of there. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to beat your ass if you don't leave or whatever. <laughs> but or he says it. But, really he, funny but way. like even even in the other movies though, he doesn't give the other people a chance to say like <laughs> he just he swipes just at him. <laughs> he just swipes at him. But he never saw the violent. Part. He never saw the blood and gore. Yeah, this movie has a shit ton of blood. And gore. Uh, this is the way you do a rated R comic book movie. I I want to see more shit like this. I want to see. I was so happy when I when I heard Professor X say "fuck" for the first time. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yes, this is did a treat." He, what do you say? He called him a fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he kept. I mean, over and over, he he'd say "fuck you" and like all sorts of shit. It was so funny. I love that. You know, um, I, something you said in the very beginning of this podcast when you said, um, "I was pissed that they didn't do this before." You know, like now that you said it, like I'm pissed too. Like I didn't think about that before mm. because I love this movie. This is this is probably, oh man, this is probably like one A, one B, or one C of my favorite X Men movie of yeah. all time. Yeah, for sure. Because again, it didn't feel like a, it didn't feel like a. It's not a superhero movie. I mean, there's there's things in there that are superhero esque, but is, there's not. It's not like that. It doesn't yeah. play like that. No, it doesn't play like that. This is right up there with with X two and uh, Days of Futures Past. It's it's. But there's no comic book feel to this movie at all. It, it no. If you were like okay, so you again, know, my, it feels like it feels really close to Midnight Special. Yeah, and just to, just to kind of add to that, um, I I took my wife to see it. She's not a comic book fan at all. She doesn't give a shit about Avengers or any of those movies. She loved this movie for that fact that 
it didn't feel like a comic book movie. It was a drama, you know, it was essentially a drama. And, um, and you, know, you have this kind of anti-hero and going on this, you know, one last journey. All, you know, through the whole movie, he's trying to get enough money to what? Buy a boat yeah. and then take off on the boat with professor X, be in the middle of the ocean. So they can't hurt anybody. But I think he wants to leave professor X out there while he kills himself. Yeah, he did want to. I think, he, yeah, and I think Caliban would have ended up like taking care of. Well, that's another one person we haven't talked about is Stephen Merchant, who I think was in the office, the British office with uh, yes. yeah, with yeah. Uh, Ricky Gervais. They're I think they're writing their partners or something. Um, he was awesome as Caliban, and they had a different Caliban before, but um, he was awesome. And I felt so sorry for that guy um, because he got really shit on. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, he didn't he, have a good role. He didn't have a poor guy, um, but he took it out on him. He got some revenge, a little bit, but I he guess. still got used at the end anyway. Regardless, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I mean, there's Caliban. Essentially, a, he's a, a tracker, a mutant tracker. He can sense mutants right. like anywhere, and that's that's why I thought that my only gripe was why, I mean, even Wolverine says to professor X, he's like, I think it's a good idea. We hang out here longer than we have to. We need to get out of here. And they said, no, we need, we need rest. So I immediately, I'm like, that's family's dead. Yeah. They're, they they're died brutally. Oh, bad, 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 bad. X 24 is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He is definitely, if you could think of Wolverine, Berserker rage, but an evil berserker oh, rage. Oh, he may makes Freddy Krueger look like a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of gore in this movie, but again, it's not over the top, in my opinion. Anyway, I don't and I don't know if I'm being biased too because I love this movie so much. Um, I mean, there's such such thing as like gratuitous violence, and I don't think this. Movie no, is like I don't that. think it is. Um, you know, they they talked a lot about that about The Walking Dead this season or the last. The first half of this that la- this like, season, they said like it, it was really like yeah. Some of it just felt really gratuitous to me. This makes sense, and uh, because it's it is in his nature, you know. And um, but it just it, it also like makes me think of like you know when Batman v Superman and this is always going to come up how they you know wanted to do a rated R uh, DVD cut or whatever, and it just ended up being this absolute worse mess and made the movie even dumber. Um, this is the way you make a movie. And I even read online, like the, the last article I read about Wolverine, cause you know, now it's, I've already watched it, but the last article I read was there is no director's cut. This is the director's cut. Yeah. And, uh, I love that. They, they pull out all the stops. Um, yeah. Everything that I said that I was worried about this movie in the first five minutes of this movie, probably 10 minutes of this movie, they were all gone. Like, yeah. I, I'm usually not a one to like scream in the movie or like talk or say like things because I always want to just I want to pay attention to the movie, you know. Like, yeah, I'll laugh or whatever, but like I don't say stuff out loud, like like phrases or sentences. Yeah, no, you mean either. I laugh when know, he fucking like first unsheathed his claws to kill those guys that were trying to steal his car. <laughs> when he fucking stabbed the first guy in the fucking like when he. Uh, cut his arm off, I think, was the first Yeah. Thing. Either that or stabbing him through the face. I, like, it was just a reflex. I yelled, holy <laughs> fuck, like, yeah, really yeah, yeah. loud yeah. in the theater. I, I, did I that yelled throughout shit. The whole, yeah, yeah, me too. 
10, oh my God. 15 different times. And I not was, like, holy giddy. fuck, like, I was both like surprised and then at the same time I was like, this is the best, this is what I've waited for for 15 years. Yeah, I think I had like a, literally a smile like on my face the entire movie, which is crazy. Because it is a more, just, I mean, it is kind of a morbid, sad, depressing movie, but it's, but they do stuff in it that make it, I don't know. You're not it depressed. Felt like it Marvel just, took this movie yeah, away from 20th Century Fox and said, this is how you're supposed to do that's Wolverine. That's the fucking weird thing. I'm just like, did 20th Century Fox make this? Or did they finally just go, you know what? Go go do whatever you want. We'll back it. Because that's what it felt like to me. And um, Well, it felt like James uh, James Mangold, I think, was the director, right? Manigo- Man- yeah. Ma- yeah. Man- Mangold? Mangold? I think he... Didn't he do the, other, the Wolverine? Didn't do the the last one? I don't. I'm not sure. I, I have to look that um, up. But but he he uh, it, it, this felt like he knew the character. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, they hit everything just totally spot on. Um, just just a quick segue, and then we'll go yeah, back it's, to it's James. Yeah, I was right. It was James Mangold. Okay, we'll go back to uh, kissing Logan's ass here in a second, but. <laughs> But uh, there was a rumor that they were going to be teasing some sort of Deadpool thing or some sort of end credit <laughs> thing. And, of course, the end credit, just by the way, never happened, um, which in, was my other gripe. I was kind of pissed off that I waited that long. Um, <clears throat> oh, and the other thing for you, like, you know, DC fans and whatever, they, they don't – the rocks don't rattle at the end. Uh, Logan's dead. He's not going to come back to life. So, so. <laughs> so Mangold did direct – he did direct um, the Wolverine, um, but he didn't write it. Okay, he wrote this one. He did. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, they should have just let him do it the, the last time. Damn. Um, and I did. I did like the Wolverine, but that I got a lot of problems with that movie, though. Yeah. Um, it, but yeah, for me, that movie was was good. It was pretty decent. But X Men Origins was so goddamn bad. Yeah. Like comparing comparing the Wolverine to this movie, <coughs> it's not even close. No, no, it's not even close. Um, yeah, but uh, Deadpool. So <laughs> Deadpool. I mean, you have to. I think you have to give credit to Deadpool for this movie to exist because Deadpool was that you know the first kind of. Well, I think there've been other rated R Marvel movies, but this was like the first one that really like worked. The last ones were Blade, I think. Punisher, something like that. Um, um, was it Punisher and Warzone or whatever? Wasn't but, Warzone PG thirteen though? No, nah, I think it was R. Really? I think both Punishers were R. Yeah, but they just weren't very good. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> um, but uh, Deadpool kind of paved the way for this movie, but it was kind of fitting. At the beginning of the movie, I don't think they've ever done anything like this before. But Deadpool had like a, a few minute like openings, like an opening sequence um, that was just hilarious. I yeah. mean, it made fun of Superman. And, the end credit scene was in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, essentially, essentially, because the next I think 20th Century Fox X Men movie is going to be a Deadpool movie, um, <clears throat> which is kind of cool. They set precedent for that. I wonder who's who else is going to copy that. I don't That's know. Never happened before. Where it's the never teaser, happened before. Where the where the where I don't know what they call it. It's not. There's a name for end credit scene or whatever. Yeah. 
<clears throat> but whatever it was, it, it, this is the first time it's ever happened in yeah. the beginning of the movie. And this isn't even a teaser for the next Deadpool movie. It's just a, like a one-off. It's just, a, but it does. There was like, if you look really closely, there were Easter, Easter eggs. Yeah, one of them <clears throat> uh, touting the name of uh, Cable's like real name, like his name name. I forget his first name, but it's, it's, it's Summers. Nathan. Uh, oh, maybe, something Summers. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Summers. I forget. Yeah, yeah I maybe Nathan Summers. Yeah. So. There's a few like he Deadpool was actually going in to go see Logan. You notice that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you notice the Firefly poster? I noticed that, and there's speculation that possibly Nathan Fillion's name is in the running for. I don't know cable, if that's but, right, but I don't. So far, everybody that they've put up, the only one I was kind of like maybe Pierce Brosnan, maybe. You know, now I guess it's the Stranger Things uh, sheriff that I see that they're more, really pushing it. I see that more than the Nathan Fillion. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I love Nathan Fillion. Trust me. If oh I do too. I want him in. I want him in something Marvel. Like if if the, if he was the same age um, as he was when he was making Firefly. Now mm-hmm. he probably other than other than um, Chris. Uh, I can't think of his last name. I don't know. Who's playing uh, Star-Lord? Chris. Oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Other than Chris Pratt, I would have said Nathan Fillion would have probably been a great Star-Lord. Yeah, he would have been uh, mm. He would have been uh, Drake, too, for the Uncharted movie. Yeah. He should yeah. have been. He's too old now, I, I think. I, I just that, don't but... see him being Cable. For me, he, Cable is just too serious, and, and Nathan Fillion, this isn't a knock on him. It's just he's like too charming almost yeah yeah like if you've ever watched castle like there's a oh, little castle, bit there's yeah. a little bit of castle in uh oh my god my mal in mal yeah yeah so like even as mal he's still very charming and it's like i just don't see cable's not charming no he's kind of he's <laughs> a straight man to deadpool's silliness so right like there's a there's a part of like mal and and castle that would kind of get along you know, with uh, with Deadpool, yeah. Like Cable has like a, like almost like a kind of mutual respect, but he kind of loathes him at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the right you got to get the right guy yeah. to play the, that. The guy role. that they were trying, the guy who wanted to play, which was never in, I guess, talk the the army guy from uh, uh, Avatar. Avatar, yeah, he was in the blind movie. He yeah. he probably could have. He, he looks the part. No, and, but I think you know, his straight military like roles that he's been in kind of would be kind of good for I, it. I think what they're worried about, if I had to guess, um, I think what they're worried about is like that typecasting thing. Like they want somebody out of the ordinary or somebody to play that role. Well, I mean, Nathan Fillion's a good actor, so I mean, if if that's what they were teasing, like, and he's going to be in there, like, I don't see him being Cable, but he's a good enough actor where I'm. I would probably be surprised. Yeah, and you have to trust those guys. They, the, the writers and the director, all those guys are doing a bang-up job. Yeah, they want to try to get it right. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, but it was really random that a Firefly... Yeah, it was kind of weird. So, <laughs> I mean, who else could it be from Firefly? Um, <coughs> not Baldwin or Marina, Marina or uh, maybe Alan, Alan Tudyk, but no, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be... He was K2SO. I'd see, I'd see, J, I'd see Baldwin... I can yeah, see doing that. He but. could be Cable, I guess. I don't know. So far, what I've been hearing is that Stranger Things, that the sheriff. But I don't. He's kind of. I don't want to say he's a nobody. He's been in a lot of stuff as a character actor. But I didn't really see that. I don't know. Like, I can. I can see him. I can see him doing Cable. You can see me in Cable. Yeah, because he's he's been in a couple of roles where he's kind of like that. 
I, I can just see him delivering Cable's lines. I just can't see Nathan Fillion being the charming person that he is delivering the lines in that sense that Cable needs. Yeah. So, but. So what are, um, well, we kind of really, really gushed about this movie. Um, so the casting, what I really love about this movie compared to a lot of other movies with kids is that the kid that they got, the the child actor actress that they got for this movie is so fucking perfect. It's not even close to a lot of different, like the only thing I could compare it to is like maybe hit girl on kick ass or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just the perfect casting. This isn't a a Jake Lloyd situation by any (laughs) means. Um, it's such a perfect cast and she has the look, she has the, the the presence um, at any point she can just turn on you and <laughs> she's I mean she's kind of scary. A, a lot of my holy fuck moments in this movie, <laughs> holy fucking like awesomeness, was from her. Yeah, oh yeah. When she's flipping around and doing the shit, oh my god, she's just as brutal as Wolverine. Oh my, she's ridiculous. She's like <laughs> she's like if you gave Black Widow like adamantium claws <laughs> and shrunk her down a little bit. Yeah, because she was doing all these moves. But it was really cool, like at the end of the movie, to see her and Wolverine working oh, together. Oh my god, I love that. When they start shooting with the machine guns and he goes get behind me and get ready or whatever and he starts swiping him and then he she just like jumps up his back and then lands on the guy i was like oh, oh my fuck. god that's so fucking you know awesome. what you know what? i immediately thought i was like oh my god this is their avengers moment yeah totally yeah. fuck yeah it was too um i i was a little disappointed in all of those kids because they had all those powers and they only had like one guy like like kind of with a gun on him and i'm just yeah. like why can't you just overtake that fucker you know, which you know the the when the when they killed the one of the main bad guys. Yeah, but it took seven of them to do it. Yeah, it takes <laughs> it. Oh, but they they fucked that guy up because yeah. they used all their powers on him. Yeah, which was really fitting. It was pretty cool. Kind of interesting that they had a callback to one of the worst X Men movies ever was X Men Origins Wolverine, because the the guy Doctor Rice, his father was the one who put the fucking adamantium in him in the in origins yeah if you that's the other thing maybe this is this is totally nitpicking though but if you really pay attention to this movie there's callbacks to pretty much all the x-men movies which doesn't make a lot of sense because they did all this time shit that kind of canceled out things right so there was a lot of like you know oh remember such and such and i'm like well wait a minute because they did the time thing that would have been wiped out like your brain could start hurting if you really i think they did that because kind of like a send-off this is the last wolverine movie so they're referencing all this shit um and then it it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't it blatant in your, your face. face. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. It was just like it made sense during the conversation. Right. I don't really have too many gripes. I mean, that I always, I always get pissed off at time like line shit that doesn't get done right. But <laughs> consistency. Yeah. But I, I think my only gripe was like it. I guess mainly probably because it didn't have. It wasn't really. It didn't really matter to the story. Yeah. It didn't really matter like which X Men were killed. You know, how bad was the damage in New York, you know? Um, So I'm I'm guessing that's probably why they left that backstory on the cutting room floor. Um, But if you read the comic book, it's so fucking cool and, like, devastating at the same time. Yeah. When you finally find out what Wolverine did. That actually should be put on the poster. This movie is cool but devastating. Or the other (laughs) way around, maybe. It is a morbid film. People die. 
Yeah. You know, Professor X gets, I think a lot of people griped about how Professor X went out, but I Isn't thought. Isn't this like Shane too? And Shane was referenced hell a lot oh, in this yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. The, the, I mean, Shane was in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the movie felt like Shane. It did feel like that. So that's, I think that's what they went for. It's kind of a gritty Western. You had Johnny Cash singing the song over the, the trailer. trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um, it ends on a it ends on a folk type song too. I think it ends on another Johnny Cash song yeah. actually, um, <clears throat> which he's doing. They're using Johnny Cash for Pirates I, I of the Caribbean. I think the best. The best, I already said it, the best compliment I can give this movie is that it didn't feel like a comic book movie. No. It transcended <clears throat> that shit. Yeah. It, it's, and now that you've said it in the beginning of the podcast, like, I am pissed that they didn't do this sooner. Like, that they didn't give me a Wolverine movie where, you know, he's doing the military shit or he's fighting in World War One with Captain America and he's just going berserker shit and... Captain America's telling him stop. Like we're robbed of that stuff. It's a wasted of- opportunity. The beginning of that Wolverine Origins movie could have been something. Uh, I mean, spectacular. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is the way I think the way the Wolverine began was pretty decent, but the way this movie began, you saw like, oh, I'm in for a fucking ride in this movie. Like I, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be yeah, a talk about high, talk about like highs and a high, right? Oh now I'm not like I'm laughing my ass off because of the fucking the. The, the little the little teaser from Deadpool. I'm laughing my yeah, ass off Yeah, totally. Then all of a sudden, I see Wolverine just cut these fuckers to shred. Where, like, <laughs> you know, in the singer versions and the... Uh, who the fuck directed the third movie? Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner, yeah. Like, it's forgettable. Yeah, like, <laughs> the movie is, like... It's not even comic book violence, because in comic book violence, if you would see that shit. Well, it'd be a robot or some <laughs> shit that he destroyed, or an alien, which you yeah. don't care about. But humans, you yeah, know. you don't really. I mean, yeah, he's killed tons of soldiers, tons of no name, no face soldiers. Like even in the X Men Two, when they when they attack the mansion. Oh yeah, yeah. But what's weird is like throughout every single X Men movie, right? No matter how many people he's killed, you don't see any blood. No, the only blood you see is Wolverine's right. because he can heal. Yeah. So it's almost like it's almost like 20th Century Fox was like, well. We can get away with this kind of violence because it's like Jesus, he's back from the dead all the time. <laughs> you know? Subconsciously we're telling him that this is like, you know, Jesus it's, on steroids. I think it's just the the, the rating system, you know. Yeah. You have to you like it's that. okay that you can see his skull that's metal because it'll grow back. <laughs> you know, but if he's going to kill somebody with his razor sharp claws, we can't see any blood. They, they did a good job like showing his regenerative power is like just was starting to fail yeah. and he was sick, you know, and they kept hinting at that. It was adamantium that was killing him, but they didn't really say it until toward the end, but they, yeah. kept, they kept saying there's something deep inside of you that's killing you, you know? And then of course he he he's like, I already what know is. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's really cool because he gets shot up a lot. And then well, like, and then like way later he's like, he's like, like grunting push. and everything, Almost and then like the bullets. Yeah, <laughs> the bullets are he's, slowly he's coming shitting out. out. Bullets on his body. <laughs> <laughs> I had my morning coffee. Now I could, uh, yeah, I could push shit, this out in a Brad Buffett. <laughs> shit these bullets out better. <laughs> That'd have been funny if he sat on the pot, just like they just ting 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 ting. <laughs> well, it's kind of weird because uh, I mean, <clears throat> what in the comic books? It's it's hinted. I don't know if it was... I can't remember if this confirmed or not, but it's hinted at the fact that the adamantium actually improves Wolverine's healing factor. Mm. 
So in in the comic books, there's a there's a there's one I forget the name of the comic book, but it's an X Men comic book, obviously. But it's Magneto fucking liquefies the adamantium in Wolverine's body, like and, rips it out, doesn't and he? rips it out of his pores. Yeah, and the only reason why he survives is because of his healing factor. Mm-hmm. And then this is when Wolverine became the bigger bat, like the bigger, even a bigger badass, because he didn't have his healing factor. As like he his healing factor, he wasn't run down like this Wolverine was yeah. in this movie, but his healing factor was slow. He still had the he he still had the same agility and all that other all the other stuff. Yes, he couldn't, but he couldn't heal as quickly. Yeah, and he didn't have he, if he broke a bone, he would break a bone because he had no adamantium. So what you come to kind of hint at is that the adamantium actually speeds up his healing factor because when because when he, he he loses his adamantium in the comic books. Um, he has to actually unsheathe his bone claws because mm-hmm. that's the first time you actually saw his bone claws ever in comic books. That the bones were already there. They just you you thought the whole time that the government gave him those claws, but they right, were just no. they were they just grafted on the bones. So he has to keep doing that and piercing his arm with his hand, and like every time he does it, he bleeds. And he basically says, like, well, I was healing so fast before. Anytime I unsheathed my claws, it would instantly heal. Right. Which is crazy to think about because I never thought about that. No, I never thought about that either. And I also didn't think about it. I just love that that was one of the best lines of the first X-Men movie. And she's like, when Rogue asks him, does, oh, it, yeah. does it hurt? And he says, every time. I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, and he does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> no, we can't say enough of good things about this movie. Um there's just so many there's so many awesome moments uh with him finally showing the full potential of um the Wolverine uh and what he's capable of doing and you got to see one last hurrah of Wolverine when he took all the medication oh yeah that's right he when had he, the, like he well he was only supposed to use a little bit of that syrup you know a little bit at a time and it said on the note don't use it all at once and of course he does it because he knows if he doesn't, like it'll give him the energy he needs to defeat the enemies, but it kind of starts wearing off just as quickly too. And it fucks him. It leaves him vulnerable to die if he, and of course he gets like a fucking log, like pierced through his stomach. So there's no way to like come back from that. Yeah. Um, you couldn't heal fast enough, but no, I mean, the movie is just, um, I can't even say enough about it. Like we've spoiled the shit out of this movie, but honestly, even if you didn't see it and you're just listening to this, uh, you need to go see it. We can't do it still in justice. Tree. No, we can't not do at all. Justice of just the action sequences alone um, are just fucking awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Every time, every time that Wolverine, I'm sorry, Logan or X23 like fight, it is it is fucking pure joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's 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 is it, it's as good as like when Deadpool breaks the fourth wall. Oh yeah, for it's sure. That good. For sure. And it's just it's fearless. This movie's fearless. They don't pull punches. They they just go f- balls of the wall from the very beginning to the very end. There's no like there's maybe some time where it lets up on the action a little bit when they first get to the the farmhouse. Yeah, but the but what's cool about this movie compared to a lot of other movies is the other movies are designed you can see from a mile away when the fights are about to happen. This movie it's just like shit people just fucking show up and then just start going ape shit. And you're like, "Ah, like there's no time to like 
think or anything. They're they're it's, always on the move. And, yeah, it's a cat and mouse type movie. Yeah, and and you're you're in along, for this whole ride. It's yeah, really you're along. Fucking awesome. You're along for the ride. Um, it, it's it's a great it's a great swan song for both uh, Professor X and and uh, and Logan. And I think you know I, I've I've read. Oh, the, yeah, you said that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, my heart was breaking here, too, during the movie when when he picks up Professor X. Oh, and, yeah, because yeah. Professor X sees that it's the sees that it's Logan, but it's really not Logan. Yeah. And he might have been delusional about what was going on. And he runs up to Professor X, grabs him, and he's, like, trying to say to him before he dies, because he knows it's going to happen. Yeah. He's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Like letting him know that he didn't go berserker and fucking just kill him. Right, right. That part was like breaking my heart right, because yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my God, he's going to fucking die thinking that Wolver- like Logan Wolverine actually killed, killed him. him. Yeah. yeah. Right, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, that was that's a good point. You know, it was just, it was heartbreaking. But there have been people online writing like, oh, you know, Professor X died shitty and like, well, Logan died shitty and all that. And I said, you know what? This is way more realistic than some crazy, you know, going out kind of death. I think it was no, very I don't poignant. Think it needed to be. It didn't. It, it didn't need to have this like big like death scene or something like that. Well, they you got a huge it. death scene for Professor X and X Men: The Last Stand, and look how that movie turned exactly. out. Exactly. I will take. Uh, thank you. I will take a silent assassin like x24 yeah. is supposed to be walking up to him slowly putting his fist on his chest and unsheathing his claws over professor x turning into like some fake dust yeah i i, I totally agree with you because it was a it was like oh my god it was it, it's heartbreaking it's gruesome and he lived just long enough to be to talking to him about i think one of his last words was slipstream boat or something like that he was talking about the boat it's like you gotta do that and then he just croaks and you're like oh man and he buries him next to the water. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a great. There's, that's a great scene too. Shit. It's beautiful. Yeah. Where, beautiful. where Logan can't even talk, and that's a. Th- I think it. it he kind of cries like when when he kills Jean Grey, but the movie at that point was so fucking bad. I didn't care. Right. Because I hated the I whole Phoenix like... Saga thing for that movie. It it seriously felt like Brett Ratner never read a comic book. <laughs> no, no, and they're trying to do it again, yeah. too. Really early too, which I don't agree with. But no, no, no. it almost felt like uh, Singer wanted to take that storyline back and from from Sing, um, from Ratner. He's never going to get to do it. No, he's never going to do it. Not after that movie. He's like, God damn it! I knew I should have done flying garbage. <laughs> Who the fuck said flying garbage? <laughs> um, it's in right now. <laughs> it's just in. <laughs> there was no flying garbage in this movie. No. You know, I think Twister did it best with the flying garbage. Yeah, let's leave it at Twister. Um, All right, so diversity ratings. You go ahead. Oh, diversity. We're doing diversity first? Yeah, we always do diversity first. Oh, I thought (coughs) we did the ratings first. Um, Diversity. Well. All right, well, let's let's give an explanation of what diversity is. Well, okay. Our diversity rating, anyway. We have, have, uh, so we have, if there's a lot of diversity, in other words, you know, it's race, gender, you know, that type of thing. Um, uh, sexual preference, I guess. I mean, I, I mean, it's there's no, you know, it's just, it's wide open diversity for good us. Representation, yeah, good representation. So, uh, if there's a good representation, like a big representation, we say plethora, which was taken from uh, the Three Amigos, borrowed, you know, borrowed. Yeah, 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 <laughs> not taken. Yeah, uh, borrowed <coughs> a plethora. 
Um, and then if it's like middle, middle of the ground, then it's a Jan Brady, you know, which from... I'm hoping you would get that reference. <laughs> I Actually, hope some so. people might not I feel know. a little dated, like, yeah, really that. dated. Uh, so Jan Brady is the middle child. So yeah, the middle child. And then of course we have Casper, which is, uh, white as a ghost. So yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what this movie, I, I, I you know, it's funny cause since we started the diversity rating, I've been really paying attention to movies. This one I didn't really pay. T- I was paying. T- the movie was so good that I, 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 I stopped taking notes in my head. So I don't know. Like I know it's not a plethora. I know that for a fact. But I even I don't even think was it really a Jan Brady? I mean, there wasn't really. You had you know a, a well, gender bender. You know Wolverine. You, you know the X twenty three, and you had a little like just like a one of the kids I think was black. Um, that poor guy, he was chubby too. He was running so hard when the, when the, the, the I'm like, I was looking at my wife. I'm like, he's going to get caught. <laughs> he can't run Everybody fast enough. Everybody in the theater was laughing. And oh, we were laughing. Were, I don't think it was meant to be funny though. No, it wasn't because it was horrifying. They were running after the children, but this little, poor little fat kid was running his heart <laughs> out. And he got, I'm like, nah, no, nah, dude. But he had, he had a fucking awesome kill though. Oh yeah. yeah he made back for his pudginess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those fucking tweakies. I'm yeah, going to kill holy you. shit, man. He fucking made up for it. Yeah, he did. He had an awesome kill. <laughs> He's like, chase so, down the fat kid. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fry your Catch ass. Catch me, motherfucker. Yeah. <clears throat> if you dare. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I want to say it's... I mean, there's it's just all white people in this movie. Um, Mostly. The, the only thing that's holding me back from it is that the, the other main... There's two main characters in this movie. A white dude, which is Logan, and then Professor X, and no, Cal- it's, and it's, Caliban. It's, it's and... uh, it's what's her face? It's X twenty three. X twenty three is Hispanic, right? right? I mean, exactly. yeah. Um, I, I still. Other than that, it's 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 pretty, it's white. pretty Casper. Yeah, I'm just gonna say like it's Casper plus. I don't know, like <laughs> or, or 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 you could go the other way and say Jan Brady minus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an in between or just because of the main character. If she if she wasn't like didn't have like a Latino background, she would she would this this would be pure Casper. Yeah. And it's not to say like, you know, it's not a white watching movie or anything like that. It just it's just No, it uh, just include it it's just we think it's necessary to always do a diversity rating. Yeah. I mean sometimes you don't have to be diverse to to get your movie, you know, to feel like it, but just don't do what other dumb fucking people do. Don't make the movie take place in Japan and then put a white person in it. We're looking at you, Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I know it's a, I know it's a Chinese production, but over here in the states, we don't we don't want to see one white guy save all of China. <laughs> Team America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, Fuck no. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna say pretty. It's 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 Casper plus or Jan Brady minus. <laughs> new rating. Yeah, new rating. Um, all right, so I guess I'll I'll go with uh, I'll go first for the the rating. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, oh man, I want to say something's stopping me from saying five lightsabers. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it, it's it's not a. It's close for me. It's, it, it, it's like four and a half five lightsabers. I I just for some reason. Just can't give it a five. I don't know why. I'm probably going to listen to this like when it gets released and be like, "Why did you say five? It's fucking awesome." <laughs> There's no reason not to give this no, movie a five. No, I, I know what you're saying. I mean, the end, I just want to say that the ending, I think, could again, there a lot of movies, especially these superhero movies, are having troubles like sticking the landing. 
And I think this movie like is near, it, it's almost, it's like almost perfect. I, I want to say 4.75 is what I would give it because I, it really is a good so movie. So you're 4.75. 4. Yeah, yeah. It's not five. Uh, I will close. say that I actually preferred this ending. Like the reason why, you know, we nominated Deadpool in our worst uh, special effects is because that that ending was so fucking unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. This could not have been more simple. This move, this this ending, mm-hmm. and I liked it about that. I like, please don't have them in like a building and then blow up the fucking building. Don't do that shit. And they kept it exactly what it was, like a small band of, like a small army trying to go after these people, and that's what it it, it, it felt like. That it wasn't it was it was take it was done in the woods, you know. Yeah. Like they could have filmed it like by in a park right across the street from my house, <laughs> and you know, no, barely any special effects in the movie <clears throat> other than like the claws I, and the blood. I would be really interested to see the budget on this movie because it felt like it was the most lowest budget out of all the X Men movies. I can't think of a ton of special really effects. what it felt like. To me. Most of the special effects came from like chopped off limbs or blown anti- off faces. The animantium coming out of their yeah, know, yeah, like very it. little, very little, like full blown special effects. And maybe that's why the studio let them do it. They're like, "You're going to give me a Logan movie where I don't have to make, like create a spaceship or something." Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, dude, a twenty million dollar Logan movie would be fucking bad. It's like it'd be like an indie film. That was probably Hugh Jack. Fifteen of that was. Probably <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> <laughs> you know. Man, we filmed it in my backyard. <laughs> Yeah, we filmed it in the back lot of McDonald's. Like, <laughs> That's why there's all these McDonald's rappers in the future because it was product placement, <laughs> right? Right, like Taco Bell and Demolition Man. <laughs> that's why. That's why Logan's like all fucked up because he kept fucking eating McDonald's. <laughs> fucked with being his, poisoned. He, kept, he fucked with his healing factor. Too much su- sweet and sour sauce with the uh, <laughs> with the chicken nuggets. Too many shamrock shakes. <laughs> Uh, or what's the what the, the AM Crunch Wrap from Taco Bell? <laughs> oh man, that stuff's good. It is good. It's so fucking good. It, but it's so bad for you. It fucked up Wolverine. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's made like him, it made it, You know what Wolverine should have got for that limp? That stupid fucking knee brace that Bruce Wayne got. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, when he gets fucked up by X twenty four and he doesn't heal, like when he he lifted up his shirt and he had that like yeah. gouge. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, they are not the, holding back at all. fucking Taco Bell did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop eating the AM Crunch Wrap. You'll heal faster. <laughs> I mean, this this was like, he drank so much. I, I it reminded like, me of uh, that wound, that flesh wound that you're talking about. Not flesh wound. It was fucking, <laughs> it was fucking horrible. Uh, it reminded me of uh, the special effects makeup in American uh, Werewolf in London. Oh, when he's sitting in the movie theater, yes. and his friend sitting next to him, and his face like fucking half fucking off. Half off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the Wolverine's side. <laughs> Speaking of that, you kind of saw it coming with the adamantium bullet. Um, you know, and she, Laura, actually takes it from him. Like, I think when he's out asleep or something, he's passed out. And then later on, you see the gun on the ground. I thought, oh, cool, she's gonna use that adamantium bullet. And she blows like fucking X24 half his brain out. It was awesome. It was basically what probably would have happened in real life to Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of him surviving. You're like, he's not coming back from that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like Carl's face should have been fucking blown off. Yeah. Not a perfect hole between his eyes either. He's like, daddy? (laughs) I think something's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, this is what happens. And that guy has a healing factor. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's what happens when you don't eat Taco Bell. That's right. <laughs> for breakfast. You'll heal back real quick. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, this, this movie's so fucking good. It's crazy good. <clears throat> now I feel like Taco Bell. I'm kind of hungry. It's going to fuck up my healing factor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was uh, episode 70 of Chew on This at Nerds United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Till next time, folks, get that Taco Bell. <laughs> Sponsored by Taco Bell. Sponsored by Taco Bell. It'll fuck with your healing factor. <laughs> Until next week's folks, uh, chew on that. Later. <laughs> <laughs>